Let Go of Your Past Thinking to Lose Weight Now, episode number 18. Hi, I'm Clarenda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast, created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. How about we kick this off by doing a little check-in with yourself? That's why you're here, right? You probably listen in to gain some personal awareness and empowering tips. Well, our kickoff question is, what did you do yesterday that would help you create the result you want today or in the future? It could be something as simple as unplugging an hour before bed and then falling asleep by 10 p.m., in order to get your maybe seven and a half hours of sleep. If you did that, you are thanking yourself today for taking care of your need for clarity and energy, even though at the time your brain had you wanting to continue to scroll, finish one more thing, or watch one more episode. Many women on our consult calls say that they too often make a plan of any kind, and then they don't follow through, or at least not consistently. That will be another podcast topic, so make sure you click follow for this show right now so you don't miss out on the Tuesday's weekly 10 to 20 minute helpful episodes. Often we can find ways in which you do follow through and can recognize what thought keeps you committed to the follow through and then do the same process for your health, relationship, or any other goal. So looking to your past is valuable for three reasons. Number one, awareness. 95% of our thoughts are unconscious. We drive to work or to Costco and hardly remember driving there. That happens over and over again in our day. We can see a muffin in the break room and automatically pick it up and start eating if we aren't intentional and making conscious choices. So becoming aware brings our unconscious habitual thinking into our conscious thinking so we can decide if we like these thoughts or actions we do daily. Reason two for how looking to your past is valuable. To learn what worked. You can then ask, is this same thinking or skill transferable to my current goal? Can it help me overcome this obstacle as well? If so, how? Then you do the work of making that connection. Number three, you can learn from your, well, I'm doing the air quotes right now. I guess you can't see me. Fail and decide why and how you can do something different this time. Let's talk about your now, your present. What do you really want? If you could wave a magic wand and have it, what would it be? One of the reasons I called my weight loss program Feel Light Mind and Body is because 95, maybe even 99% of my consults and conversations came back to wanting to feel lighter in mind, heart, spirit, and body because they're all connected. Even though they are all connected, I encourage you to choose one area, one goal, and learn the information you have been missing to be able to achieve it 
and most importantly, to be able to maintain it, then practice the skills to achieve that goal. This same skill set can then be applied to your next goal, no matter what it is. In your present, after looking to your past, don't let yourself tense up or go into self-judgment. Simply notice how much of your day was spent thinking about or doing things that will move you forward in your goal. Let's use wanting to lose 15 pounds in the next three months as an example. If you listened to last week's podcast on how daydreaming can help you lose weight, maybe you spent time as you drove to work thinking about fitting into your swimsuit and feeling more comfortable around the pool. Maybe as you hung up your clean clothes, you noticed and held up a dress that you felt so good in a couple of years back, and you have hung on to it because there was an inner hope that you would somehow fit back into it again. Part of letting go of your past thinking to lose weight now is to question it all, all of your diet mentality built up over the years. If you can be a watcher, an observer of your thoughts, it will create some space between your past thoughts and actions and what you have been making it mean about you, about your ability. It won't be as emotionally charged. Then you get to decide if it is really true, if it actually worked, and why or why not. You can decide if you did the best that you could with the knowledge and tools that you had back then and be open to see if there's an alternative to start with a new, fresh approach. Maybe there are things that worked in the past that are no longer suitable for your current health or situation. They aren't sustainable for you. A great example of this is I have many clients who used to use exercise as a way to lose weight. They were committed runners, good life or planet fitness gym buffs attended my fitness classes and boot camp trainings, or were faithful at their home programs like Beachbody. But now they have worn cartilage in their knee, they have inflamed joints from arthritis, or their work schedule has changed dramatically, and at least in this phase of their lives, they can't fit in gym time. This is one of the reasons I teach my clients how to lose weight without needing to exercise. There are many, many health benefits to exercising, and that's why I fit it into my life, but it no longer is a means to maintain my weight, and that is both comforting to my mind and empowering to be confident that I don't have to depend on an external source to lose or maintain my weight. It's freeing. It's the same with supplements. There are helpful ones out there, but again, not needed. Learning how to balance your hunger hormones and gaining agency over your mind so you can allow emotions and urges without giving in to them is what will be lasting for you. It doesn't happen overnight, and that is why having qualified, knowledgeable, and experienced support is so important. Let's come back to now. Now, in the present, and moving forward, we have to take responsibility for our own health. Your husband, friend, or child cannot lose weight for you. It's you who makes the decisions. It's you who chooses what to do or not do. We tend to want to blame others. It's such an automatic way to let ourselves off the hook. Those excuses feel so true. But in taking responsibility, you establish confidence and power that no one else is causing you to gain weight. That is amazing to own because that means you can make this happen for yourself regardless of what anyone else says or does. Can they still influence you? Only if you choose to value their offer over your own desire. When your brain says, well, if he hadn't brought home garlic fingers, wings, Caesar salad, and beer last evening, I wouldn't have eaten it, 
and therefore I would have weighed myself this morning. Hmm, what do you think? I'm betting he didn't hold you down and force feed you at 7.30 last night. No. (laughs) And maybe he thought he was being helpful, as he knew you have always enjoyed this in the past. Maybe there hasn't been a heartfelt, honest discussion yet about what you are really desiring, because you're scared of what he might say or think. In your mind, you may be thinking he will think, here she goes again. Great. Miserable days ahead in this house. But the truth is, if you are willing to share vulnerably, he may look at you with so much respect and compassion that you have not given up. He may feel relieved because deep down, he's concerned about your future health. Maybe he will even be motivated to make healthier options as well. Now, I also want to give you a heads up that when you stop blaming others, your inner critic may increase its volume of self-blame. Blaming is not useful. I have clients who have argued that they do find it useful in motivating themselves, and it makes them throw out the junk food or get on the treadmill. I can agree with them from experience that it could do that, but nine times out of 10, it will be short term. When actions are fueled by feelings of blame and shame, they will eventually have you going back to old ways of comforting yourself to feel better. An example of this is sitting on the couch and just mindlessly munching. The knee-jerk actions are often fueled by some unconscious self-loathing. They don't last. Often it creates a rebellion that leads to more weight gain and shame and blame. That feels heavy. So that approach doesn't fit into the Feel Light Mind and Body program that I teach. I will be coached and will continue to coach others as many times as needed to decondition ourselves from the years of thinking, feeling, and acting in that self-sabotaging manner. Yes, we tend to look at our past for evidence of what is possible. That's great if it is helpful. But again, if you are looking to your past for fuel for who you believe you can become in your future, you are going to run into this thought. I lost weight, but then I gained it back. And now, here I am again. The primitive part of your brain wants you to feel comfortable and safe. So unconsciously, you may have the belief looping that, this isn't going to last. And like any self-fulfilling prophecy, that is a result you will create for yourself. Stop looking to your past for evidence for whether you can lose weight and keep it off. Yes, you may have lost weight, which is awesome. But was it done in a way that you can do for a lifetime? Many come to me after having success with keto, but then as soon as they enjoy a piece of birthday cake or even some nutritious potatoes, they feel out of whack and rebound in their weight. I have to add, what if there's a solution somewhere in between the extremes? And there is, my friend. There really is. So, you can look to your past to help increase your awareness, but then come back to the present and be committed to being future-focused. You can't change your past, but you darn well can change your future. And no, you can't change your past, but you can change the way you are thinking about it. Let any old stories go that leave you feeling at effect, leave you feeling like a victim, and choose instead a different story. Maybe one like, that is who I was then, and now that I know better, I can do better. It's a waste of time to delve back into the past. You are who you are today, and what matters is that you have the freedom to choose who you want to be minutes, days, or years from now. How empowering is that? Your decision 
your thoughts, your choices will give you your results. So often we hear motivating podcasts like this and get fired up. We do well for a while, and then suddenly we are faced with some obstacles, are thrown into an unforeseen circumstance that isn't within our control to change, and we start to spin out. That feels discouraging and leaves us feeling frustrated and defeated. That's why having a qualified life and weight loss coach will help you stay the course, will help you overcome any obstacle, and will give you an empowering perspective that you can't see because you're in the pool of it all, barely treading water as you're becoming more depleted. In contrast, I've had clients come to me because life was so good that they had a hard time focusing on sticking to their plan, as they were telling themselves that they would have to miss out on too much if they did. A little empowering plug for you. If you want to save time, money, yes, money, think of all the products, programs, and apps you've been using in the past. If you want to save energy, in fact, you will gain energy while you lose weight, then you're going to want to snag one of the two private online weight loss opportunities now available again to work with me. The bonus is you can feel lighter and enjoy the process in an empowered and sustainable way. I'll add the link for a free 20-minute online session together in this episode's description and show notes. Then you can decide if this feel-light mind and body approach is a good fit for you or not. My clients say that this has been their missing piece to the puzzle of losing weight and keeping it off, and it very well may be your missing piece as well. Thank you for taking me with you wherever you are listening today. I encourage you to spend less time in your past. And to recap, the three reasons it is valuable to look to your past are number one, awareness. Number two, decide what worked and what didn't. And three, find the learning from the failed attempts. There's no benefit to being mad at your past self. Stop arguing with your past. You don't even need to make excuses. Don't waste your time and energy. You can't go back and change it. Use your mind to help you now. Look again at yesterday's actions and choose one thing you want to do better today and do it. Reprioritize based on what you really want more of. Check in on what is most aligned with your core values. That is a start. Then next week, we will talk about the benefits of being future focused. Make it a great week, and I look forward to hearing from you. Don't forget to snag your free 20-minute zero-obligation consult while it is available. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.